Welcome to the PSD Cast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. Now, one of the most lasting effects of COVID-19 for our industry, apart from the physical work environment, is the global semiconductor shortage. Almost everyone would agree that a coronavirus made semiconductors scarce, but the question is, to what degree? This summer, I surveyed some of the big players in our industry, and while some of them ran into serious problems, others made it through relatively unscathed because of the because of their supply chain or their leading product lines don't include the superjunction devices, which are in short supply, while others insist that the worldwide chip shortage only really affected the automotive sector since demand for cars plummeted during the pandemic. And with everyone inside, small consumer devices experienced a massive surge. And when the economy finally recovered, all the manufacturers found themselves at the back of the semiconductor lines. Either way, the global chip shortage, whatever the scope, could have a profound in- impact on the upcoming holiday season. And here to discuss that is our old friend from Almonte Industries, Lewis Black. So, Lewis, welcome back. And from Almonte's perspective, how severe is the semiconductor shortage? You know, ha- has it really affected different industries disproportionately? Has it affected everyone equally? Or is the answer somewhere in between? Well, I, I, well firstly, good morning. Um, I, I think in answer to your question, there really is no easy answer, but this is a problem that is not going away anytime soon. And I think the the car industry is the most visible face of this um, because obviously many people replace their cars at the end of their lease terms and now finding that the cost of of new cars and the delivery times for those cars is is really being pushed out. Secondhand vehicles, their values have have gone up dramatically to, to, to try and compensate for that. But I think if you look at your traditional household white goods, um, your washers, dryers, dishwashers, um, you're now starting to see those also uh, be uh, in restricted supply availability because of these semiconductor shortages. So I I think this is only going to get worse before it gets better. Hmm. And again, I've, I've heard very different theories as to the cause of the semiconductor shortage, some of which I mentioned. Uh, we can all agree that the pandemic played some role, but, you know, to what degree, you know, what exactly caused the chip shortage? Well, I don't think there's, there's I mean, there are a number of reasons. I think, obviously, the, the worldwide being shut down was, was I think, the, the catalyst, because ultimately that was never meant to be possible. It was not meant to be possible to shut the global economy down. I mean, it, it was inconceivable. There was no way to ever plan for it. And so the, the consequences of that um, were going to have a ripple effect as you start to, to begin the, the path back to normalization. And I think the semiconductors have been a victim not just of inventories being run down by car manufacturers and, and all basically consumer goods manufacturers, then there was issues with restarting those semiconductor production lines, the trying to obtain uh, the raw materials and the building blocks, because obviously the raw inventories were run down across the board. Then you factor in the shipping dramas that we're all having to, to endure, especially in Europe and into Africa, uh, because the, 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 there's no container availability because everyone has made a, a gold rush for, for, for Asia because the cost of freight between Asia and the U.S. has gone through, you know, it's, it's gone up by tenfold. So, of course, that's where the shipping companies are making real money right now. Um, and there was also a, a, a total imbalance 
on demand. Normally, with consumer goods, all manufacturing is based around inflation. So we you look at growth paired to inflation. But but during lockdown, you saw a a dramatic increase in the demand for consumer consumable goods, and that depleted what inventories there were for those semiconductors. Um, but the the more advanced semiconductors used in, in say automotive. There's also been a lot of pressure put on them because this transition to EVs, you require a, a lot more semiconductors in those vehicles than in a normal combustion engine vehicle. So I don't think there's one thing you can point to. I think that the global shutdown was the catalyst, and then there's been a whole series of reasons why th- this shortage is, is ongoing. And I think what's important to remember is that car manufacturers are trying to remain as optimistic as possible, given that they are you know, significant employers within countries, governments would be extremely upset with them if they started being a little bit negative. Their, out, their view three months ago was by the end of this year, semiconductor shortage will be dealt with. Now they push it into the first half of next year. The reality is I don't think you're going to see this settle down before 2023. Right, right. Well, and with this Delta COVID variant and the chip shortage still playing some sort of role and, and, and you've mentioned you don't think it's just going away going away anytime soon you know how how bullish are you for the short and long-term state of the market or, or did you kind of already say it well i, I mean i i think in the short term right now uh, there is going to be supply issues for things that you want um everyone is hoping from our side for instance this doesn't now transition to things that you need and because ultimately they are prioritizing what is going is being produced currently and what is being supplied um this covid this this delta variant uh, i mean it's hit the united states now but it's it's ripped its way through europe um it's uh, it's shortened it's it's short and sharp you'll be through it and you'll be on the other side before you even know it as they see in the uk as they've seen in, in Europe, um, it's just another variant. We're just going to have to learn to, to live with this. This isn't going to go away. We can't, we can't hunker down forever. So I think we're seeing more normalization. I don't think the consumer appetite in the U.S. is going to diminish because of Delta. In fact, in many ways, it may, it may increase because they're not going to return to the offices as soon as as was anticipated. I mean, I think companies now pushing out to the early part of next year. Um, so I, I think that's going to exacerbate the shortages. Um, but uh, ultimately, we will, we will find balance, uh, but it won't happen in the short term. Um, but I don't think demand is going to be diminished by, by uh, this, this new variant of, of COVID. Okay. Well, in the U.S., uh, you, you know, we've got Halloween and Thanksgiving right around the corner, which means the holiday season is creeping up on us. So h- how do you think the chip shortage might affect supply chains and, and demand and, and maybe even the bottom line o- over the holiday season? Well, I mean, I, I know I've been instructed by my family to start looking for, 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 for Thanksgiving presents and Christmas presents right now. And so I think that, that you, you may see uh, some, some, some real uh, shortages uh, in, in that regard. The, the, the semiconductor, to make a semiconductor is, is at the cutting edge of what mankind, you know, what, what the human race can do. And 
Um, it, it takes, I think it takes it's some absurd amount of time to make one semiconductor, like nine weeks or something, 12 weeks, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, you can't just ramp up these, these, these facilities. I mean, they, you know, they don't have the raw materials and they need, bizarrely, they need these very semiconductors to make the equipment to actually produce the semiconductors. So it's going to take some time. I think you're still going to see consumer disruption during the rest of this year. But I suppose the positive are, the positives is that, uh, for instance, in the second-hand motor vehicle market, residuals are much higher now. So that there, is a, there is an upside. You're seeing less depreciation. So I suppose, as I said, the most important thing is, is that the shortages seem to be targeted around what we want, not what we need. And I think that that is, is what the main focus is now within industry is to ensure that shortages don't start to occur in, in, essential, in, in essential items because that would obviously have a much more catastrophic effect. All right. Well, thanks, Lewis. Uh, on behalf of PSD, I want to thank you for your time. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy and have a great day.